Hi there, homeschoolers. This is Aurora with Supercharged Science, and today we're going to talk about why do homeschoolers struggle specifically with learning science. Now, are your kids bored with their current science lessons? Do your kids roll their eyes when it comes to doing science? Do your kids seem maybe lazy? They just sit there and they don't wanna do their work during their science lessons? Maybe they're even complaining, whining, or even getting upset when they do science? If this is you and what's going on in your home, you are totally not alone. Now, kids can struggle with science for many reasons, but I think I can boil it down to these two big ones. All right, number one, not engaging in learning because they don't understand why they need to learn it or what it's for. You basically haven't answered the why should I care question that's rolling around in their head. And until you do, it, they're gonna continue to put up a fight when it comes to learning science. And the second reason is, well, they may have a negative anchor when it comes to doing science meaning that they've already had a bad situation happen or they've associated a negative feeling when it comes to doing science, so they're already not interested. And by the way, both of these things can happen in any subject, not just science, but I'm just focusing on science today, but you could see where these parallels may be in history or reading or writing or math, can't you? So when it comes to science, kids, they're natural scientists. They're curious about the world. They want to engage and explore and discover. And they're so full of questions. Have you ever been around young children before? When I was a brand new mom, I counted the number of questions my three-year-old asked, and it was over 400 in one day. <laughs> so we want to nurture this curiosity, this excitement about exploring the world so it sticks with them long-term. That's why too much factoid cramming sessions early on can really kid, kill your kid's passion for science and about learning science completely. So can negative experiences with science, which leads us to that second point that I mentioned. Okay, let me give you a practical example. Suppose you get your kids a telescope. It's shiny, it's new, you got it all set up on a tripod, you were really sure it was a really good buy, you only got it for 20 bucks from Costco. By the way, that should be the first big hint, this was not a good idea. Costco is not a good place to purchase any scientific equipment. Okay, so the problem is, is that she doesn't know where to point it. And because it's a Costco telescope, there's no customer support, no technical help, and the plastic pieces, because it was only $20, they break easily. So what happens? She tries to use it, use it once, she gets frustrated, and now it is gathering dust on that top shelf or maybe being even used as a doorstop. No wonder why she doesn't want to do science, right? She's already associated science with frustration. And who wants to experience frustration on a daily basis when you don't have to? Okay, so what is it that your daughter or son really wants? Well, maybe if you take a closer look, maybe you notice that she really would rather read or play music, or maybe he'd really rather do art, anything but science, right? So if, that's an, if you've got one that's got a negative anchor that just keeps firing off and steering your child clear of doing science lessons, there's actually a way to handle this. You'll notice because that's when the whining comes in, the complaining, why do I gotta do this for? And, and can't we just do something else today? You ever notice how quickly kids figure out what works to get with what they want? Yeah, it happens when a toddler wants an ice cream, right? Imagine you've got like a two or three year old and all they, they see somebody eating ice cream, they're like, I want an ice cream, I got an ice cream. What happens when you say, mm, no, not today? 
That's right, you get a tantrum, right? <laughs> Any good parent will tell you there is a tantrum right around the corner. And this will continue for many years until that child learns that that behavior will not get them what they really want. So that's why handling these types of situations early in your child's lifetime will enable them to find positive pathways to get what they want. So they'll find other behaviors that will get them what they want. Some are positive, some are neutral, and some you would really just rather not think about. Okay, so <laughs> as soon as kids learn that what they're doing isn't working, they'll usually drop it and they'll try something else. Sometimes they'll try something worse, sometimes they'll try something better. And if you just think about it as basic dog training, it's pretty much the same thing. You throw a party and reward them when they take a step closer to the type of behavior you want to see, and you just ignore the other behavior, walk away, don't give it any attention at all. You don't engage, you don't talk negatively, because again, negative attention is better than no attention, right? You kind of see where this is going. Okay, so once you understand the child's behavior and what's driving it, now you can work on solutions. So whether your child has a negative anchor when it comes to science or they don't understand, what am I ever gonna use this for? So you can answer the why should I care question up front by relating it to something your child is already excited and passionate and already knows that this is like a really cool thing. So if you can link those two together, you can eliminate that not learning because you haven't answered the why should I care reason. The negative anchor, you just need to work on it and get them to anchor science is exciting, science is new, science is you know whatever it is that you want them to associate with science, it's exciting It's because they're naturally wired that way. And there are a number of different ways to do this. It could be a class that you are engaging them when you've got a really excited, passionate teacher, but supercharged science. I do live science classes. A lot of them I do for free and for the general public in astronomy, marine biology, really cool stuff that really hooks kids and gets them excited about science in ways that their parents have never seen before. So once you understand the behavior that's coming out of your kid and what's driving it, that's when you work on the solutions. Maybe there's a positive experience you can offer that will allow them to make new connections about science. Something will allow more options for the future where currently they don't have any because they just keep getting blocked, they keep getting stuck. And they maybe don't have confidence. You know, every time I do a science experiment, it doesn't work, so why should I even try? So <laughs> I actually do free homeschool science classes that focus on bringing back the fun, the excitement, the inspiration back into your child's experience. And you can find out when the next one is by going to www.superchargedscience.com slash class. Again, that's www.superchargedscience.com slash class. Well, thanks so much for joining me with today's session and thanks for supporting your child's education. Now, if you enjoyed the session today, please do share it with a friend. I appreciate you taking the time to seek out resources like mine to provide your kids with the best science education that you can. I hope you'll subscribe so we can spend more time together and I hope this has brought you some new ideas, some fresh inspiration, things you need to keep your child's education moving forward. So you can always reach out to me by email aurora at superchargedscience.com anytime. And my website also has science classes and complete science curriculum programs in physics, chemistry, biology, astronomy, engineering, and math, and so much more. My website is www.superchargedscience.com. Thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next one.